Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome into the Divas Dish. I am Cherie Taylor along with Elise Riley. And we want to welcome on board. We had to part ways with producer Peaches, but we have producer Austin in with us now. Hey, how you doing, Austin? Doing well. Thanks for having me on. Hey, glad to have you. Hey, I'm glad someone else can run the board. Barely. Elise has come back super diva style since we decided to come back in work in studio. She's like, yeah, I don't remember how to do that. I'm not touching those buttons. I'm talent. (laughs) No, they say that they're getting us a completely new, which they've been saying this for a while, but they say they're getting us a completely new system. So I'm like, "Eh, I'll learn that one. Yeah, why why do a refresher course? This is actually pretty easy. Austin, you picked it up pretty fast because you've worked with us behind the scenes for years, but now you're our official producer inside the Divas Dish. So you picked it up pretty well, right? Yeah, it's just pressing buttons randomly, right? <laughs> Don't make our job sound that We're easy. We're going over the air right now. <laughs> We're going over the air with a podcast and without the seven-second dump delay. Great. Mm. And I just said dump. Yeah, well... It's it, podcasting. Say what you want. I know. That's beautiful. I said ass on the podcast last You did. Night. I loved it. And I left it. And I'm like, it's a podcast. It's FCC can't come get me. Have you heard some of the podcasts we run? Oh, yeah. No, you're good. It's a podcast. You're safe. I know. <laughs> I love it. Pod save Cherie's job. Okay. So let's talk about some of the topics today. We were going through, and we always go through and pick out the best topics to talk about individually on our shows. We also talk about what is trending. So let's talk about the Milky Way. It's almost Halloween. Milky Way is one of the top candy bars given out every Halloween. However, this time, the Milky Way has a radio signal coming out of the middle of it. And I'm not talking about the candy bars. Not the snack size, not the fun size, which are never fun, by the way. Who thinks that's fun? No, fun size is ridiculous. Or full size, okay? I had a discussion this weekend with someone that actually bought a box of full-size candy bars to give out at his house. And he said that he's not going to give everybody the full-size, just some random lucky kid that has a great costume he's going to drop a full-size in because they'll remember his house. Yeah, they will. They'll remember that forever. They'll remember but the other kids that got the fun size, they're going to remember the house too. Yeah, they're not going to come back. They're not going to come back or they might come back with, I don't know, eggs. Or toilet paper. Uh, surely not. Halloween. Surely not. Or knock on the door. Hey, Mr. Man, um, my buddy or my brother or my sister got a full size. Can I get one of those full size? I think there's going to be an outcry on that. Would you, I mean, do you look as someone's dropping in the bag as a kid or your own kids? Do you look as someone's dropping candy inside your bag? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what Bennett asked me? He goes, Mom, 
Can we be the house that hands out little packs of Kleenex tissues that say bless you or hand sanitizer this year? I'm like, why do you hate our neighbors? Why do you want them to hate you? I know, right? I want to be the fun mom. I'm the cool mom. I'm the mom in broadcasting. I'm the mom acting. I'm always the mom taking other kids in the neighborhood to events and that kind of thing. But, oh, no, you want to hand out hand sanitizer? No. I want your house to get egged. You know what? He likes eggs, but I don't think he understands how that happens. I don't think he thinks he understands they don't come in the house and scramble them up with cheese for you, kiddo. No, I'm always watching what goes in my kids' bags because then I'm mentally noting, okay, I need to get that out later for me. (laughs) Once again, the title of the last podcast was Winning at the Mom Game. I think you just went above and beyond from saying you don't like having your kids on the weekend. When you said, I don't like having my kids on the weekend. Next episode, two days later, yeah, I'm going to steal your candy. My son is 14 months old. He cannot have candy, mm-hmm. yet he's going to want to carry around his little bucket, just like his big sister. So what do you expect me to do? Ella I, doesn't need that much candy. I did this whole stand-up thing. Yeah, Bennett does not like candy, by the way. And it might uh, be my fault. Shocker. I just, when I did stand... Yeah, he's very picky. He's such. He's like an 80-year-old man. He's like the guy... He's Carl from Up. Yeah, he wants to give out tissues and hand sanitizer. <laughs> but no, he's like an old soul. He'll like say stuff to me, and I'm like, you're 10. However... When he was little, I may have caused this because I did this whole stand-up routine that when he was in a stroller, I would still dress him up, take him out trick-or-treating with his big brother, and be, and they're like, oh, here's this, that, and the other. And then I'm like, no, he likes peanut M&Ms. Yeah, he likes Twix. Or <laughs> <laughs> I would point out this stuff. I would like, especially the people that, like, give you the bucket and say, pick out a few pieces for them. And then one thing that he does like candy-wise is peanut M&M's. I used to say that jokingly because you can't give peanuts to a little baby. But oh, now the kid likes peanut M&M's. That's my own fault. Well, and Owen will eat. I mean, if you hand it to him, he'll eat it. Like, he would love to have the candy. He just doesn't need the candy. He hasn't learned to say candy. No, he has not. Everything's ball right now. And so he just walks up to random people's houses. Ball, ball. So everybody's going to be like, oh, he's so cute, and trying to give him all this stuff. So did we ever figure out what he was going to be for Halloween? He's an Ewok. <gasps> oh, my oh. gosh. Oh, my gosh. The world's cutest Ewok. Yeah, he's an Ewok. He's a, the a Disney official costume Ewok, not the knockoff Amazon Ewok. There's a difference. <laughs> the, the fuzzy space bear. Yeah. yeah. He, fuzzy, if, yeah, that means uh, Amazon's never going to sponsor the Divas Dish podcast because well, you said knockoff Amazon. There's multiple versions of it, and I just want to yes. make, make it known that he is an official Legit. Ewok. He's legit. But he's going to look like a teddy bear because he won't let me put the hat, like the big headpiece on him. So he's just going to look like a teddy bear. So what did you call it, Austin? Fuzzy? Fuzzy space bear. Yeah. Is that what they call it? The fuzzy space bear? Yeah. You haven't seen the pictures going around of the knockoff costumes and the weird names? No, I have things to do, like an airship. Like where is the stripy man? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, For where's Waldo? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen that one. I've totally done that one. Well, not totally done that. Did that inadvertently one time in a picture. So we are talking about not the candy bars. We are talking about Milky Way, the galaxy that we live in. Deep from inside the Milky Way, there is a radio signal coming from something they don't know what it is. Elise, I sent you the story. I said, what do you think about this? Because I'm reading it. I'm like, you know, last year we kept saying, fill out your bingo card. Who had this on the bingo card? Who had that? Who had this? Did you even have that on your 2021 bingo card? Nope. No radio station in space on my 2021 bingo card. Maybe it's, you know, everybody goes, oh, whatever happened to this person on air? And some people we know where they went in their next job step. Some people we don't. Maybe they got shipped to outer space. Who knows? 
Maybe. I mean, no one can figure it out. Scientists have no clue where this is coming from. And it comes and goes. And, like, it's just weird. I wonder if Odyssey stuck a signal out there. They probably did. (laughs) Next to Odyssey, we've added Pineapple Street. We've added podcasts. We've added all the stations here inside, like, 204 stations across the nation. We have our multiple stations. And we now have the station that is the most out there station. From the middle of our galaxy, it's Odyssey. Milky Way. Yeah, I'm intrigued. You know what? If that actually happens, (laughs) I think I deserve a raise for actually knowing this. If you've ever watched The Good Place, the guy that got it closest on what happens when you die, I could be that person. What happens when that radio signal is exposed? I know. I I want more. I want to know more. Like, I I want random songs to start randomly spewing out of this. Oh my gosh. Like, I want more. I need more information. I know. I know. If you remember, I we're talking about Shatner, and I'm going to show my geekism right here, where Stephen Collins was in it, and basically, the was that Star Trek Three, the movie, where they were talking about V'ger, 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 and it was actually Voyager that got lost in space all those years ago, but it was sending signals back, and then they merged with it, and Stephen Collins merged with the alien and stuff like that, and they became part of V'ger. And what's so bad is, like, I'm geeky enough to remember points of the plot but I'm not geeky enough to remember exactly which Star Trek movie it is and I see Austin with his phone and that means he's looking it up aren't you no I'm reading about the radio signal I know right <laughs> way to show prep Austin there's way to so show prep. no 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 I, I did I was making sure I was right and thinking it's not just a radio signal there's also a light source connected to it oh great yeah <laughs> now a a radio station and a light show a dj with a light show that used to work in radio oh they found (laughs) space (laughs) they've decided to conquer a new (laughs) land i'm gonna get pop for that one it's an exciting new market it is it's no one else is there yeah no one else is there (laughs) that That we we know know of. of i know a few people i'd like to send there (laughs) Okay, let's talk about why we don't even know if the inhabitants there are actually playing music or if it's a signal bouncing or what it is. However, Demi Lovato says no matter what you do, do not call them aliens. Yes, they are very upset that they're being called aliens. Yes. How do they know? They just does not want to exclude anyone or anything or any type of being from presenting themselves because it's derogatory is what they say. Well, and we don't want, apparently we don't know enough to be able to label them. I, I just feel like it's a, it's an easy label to say, hey, there's something out there and it belongs to this group. It's not derogatory, I don't think. It's yeah. just a label we have to describe something outside of our planet. And it's easier to say. Inhabitants from outside of our planet. Extraterrestrials. Yeah. You know, they said that calling them aliens is unacceptable, but we're talking about extraterrestrials. Is it okay to abbreviate to ET? I don't know. Let's see. see, We could have, I don't know, maybe ALF preferred alf did state that he preferred to be called alf on well they called no actually willie named him alf alien life form okay but his real name was gordon shumway did you know that about alf no the fact that i see that i am oh a God. geek all day when it comes to outer space stuff i think i'm a geek apparently yes. yeah so gordon shumway was alf's real name look it up hmm. don't trust me look it up no I. that's intense I that i remember that see World peace, curing cancer, not stuck inside my brain. Useless trivia like Gordon Shumway is ALF. 
stuck inside my brain. Oh, yeah. I have lots of movie trivia and things like that inside my brain, but I didn't didn't watch ALF. That was before my time. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, what's ALF? Are you kidding me? No. He's a puppet. He is a puppet. He's like the puppet like with the little big nose. He looks like an aardvark cat thing, but he also used to eat cats on his planet. So Willie and the family had a pet cat he would always chase around. You mean Gonzo? No. Gonzo's a whatever. What show is this? What? What kind of show is this? This sounds You horrible. never watched it. It was like a late 80s thing. It was, I was in high school, okay? It was a different time. We had four channels, okay? The only four reason main I channels. even know who ALF is is because they talked about it on the Big Bang Theory. Like, I, I know, yeah. I can see ALF in my head. I know no information about ALF. All right. I'm just going to look away from the two of you. First of all, you know <laughs> what ALF is. Skippy that we just hired over there. What is ALF? <laughs> what is ALF? Well, it I came out know. like 20 years before I was born. That's true. It was not 20 years before you were born. Shut up. Your mother was in high school with me. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Did I just admit that? Oh, my God. I know. Well, you and my uh, dad are the same age. Shut up. I don't I don't identify with that. I do not. Because I, I think you're only as young as you feel. I still feel like I'm 17. And every time, I always think of your dad is so old. But, like, he is old because, like, I'm, I'm like a, I'm a perpetual kid. Okay, I refuse to ever grow, grow up. Got a real big birthday coming up this next year. Shut up! Yeah, it's turned 29. Shut up! For the 31st time. (laughs) I hate both of you! You're both fired! It is back to the diva dishing it. I'm just kidding. She's not turning 29 for the 31st time. That doesn't add up correctly. Thirty second time. Yeah, I was like, I'm feeling attacked. I need to go into my safe space, okay? You tell me and Elise haven't hung out in a long time. I know we really missed each other. Oh my god, you missed each other so much. It's like, let's gang up on Cherie. Let's gang up on Cherie. We do that so well. We missed you, Austin, by the way. So if you've never met producer Austin, or if you have, you may not have realized who he is. He actually does a lot of video work for us here around the station. Um, He actually hung out in all the uh, episodes of Wet Nose Wednesday. For the most part, he would video those for us. Also, the episodes of um, Magic Street Peeps, where we used to be able to talk to people on the street. Used to have street festivals, that kind of thing. So uh, Austin was always the guy with a camera in your face and telling people, please do not walk through my video. Please do not walk. And then, of course, everybody would walk through and then wave like they're looking at a camera. Yeah, I was not a very kind person in Street Peep days. (laughs) You're like, I will hit you with this very large piece of equipment. You had like a big, like crane on your shoulder like literally a piece of gear rig on your shoulder and people were walking in front of you going oh i didn't realize you were videoing what well it's not just that there was the days when uh you didn't bring the wireless mic we'd have a giant wire between us and people would still try and walk through that (laughs) i remember that people would trip over oh i didn't see that there no you didn't but I, I would take a hundred of them because it's easy to edit out. Edit out. I would gladly take a hundred of them over the people in the background just waving at the camera. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> it's like an episode of Hee Haw behind us here. Look at that. <laughs> hey, Mama, maybe they'll see me. <laughs> Everyone does that. I feel like it's you see it news yeah. all the time. People are standing behind trying to wave. Holding up signs. Oh, my God. And they'll be like, oh, what channel are you on? What channel are you on? Okay. Okay. I- I'll tell people to look for me. No, they don't. Mama, I'm on the news. Mama, I made the news and not in the bad way. (laughs) 
Speaking of making the news, okay, back to the E.T. thing, since we got tracked, uh, sidetracked by Gordon Shumway. Um, let's talk about, do we say extraterrestrial or do we say E.T.? Because E.T. would be dumbing down a little bit, not po- showing proper respect. And would they be a he, she, or the, they? Well, Demi says that they refer to them as E.T.'s. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I've never seen that film, so I, I don't know what actual E.T. would feel like about that. I just don't talk about it in general. Like, I don't find myself talking about extraterrestrials in everyday conversation. I mean, if one walks up to me and says, hey, I prefer to be called this, I'm good with that. Okay, I'm going to be freaking out, first of all, but I'll be good with that afterwards. But Because at least the, they, he, she, him would know exactly this is, or, or I would know what the alien or the extraterrestrial life form would like to be called. And this is so confusing that this came out. And the fact that we found that newsworthy to pop that up as a story. That mm. I have questions about the people that choose the stories that pop up on our website. I do have questions. And you know, we have a wonderful, I want to show you the edit out button at the uh, we can unpublish certain things from our site that's probably a good thing so we want to we want to apologize for all the um stories that came up so and so rocking a bikini all this summer long i'm like why is that news and why is that on our service yeah there were so many i mean it was like three or four a day Mm -hmm. it would be like 60 year old women rocking bikinis which is great great you do you but I don't think Helen sitting in her office at the bank wants to see that. No, that's not newsworthy. Helen's like, I'm rocking my cardigan because it's 65 degrees inside (laughs) here. So take a picture of that, Tootsie. Yeah, that's not news. That's we're, not we're news. Sorry. We're sorry. That's great. But maybe that's like under a subcategory. Here are all these people, ba 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 or body positive things, ba 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 But a daily thing, that's crazy. I, I, I just don't, I, I, I've actually, since I have taken over as the editor of the website and the newsletter and the local content, I've, you've noticed a lot of that stuff's going away because mm-hmm. I have an edit out or an unpublished button on the backside or the stories that pop up that say this, that, and the other, but we have a local connection to it. I can um, replicate it for our site and make it localized. So the person that wrote it for their national feed, the national feed can have that. But since we have stuff down the street here, like if it's a Nike or an Adidas thing, because there is a local Nike or Adidas store and that kind of thing, we can pop up a local story and, oh, by the way, blah, 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 that kind of thing. But um, that was just, for instance, or something that's local to us. Or if they're talking about Michael Bublé's tour, we can talk about it coming to the Bonsacore Wellness Arena on the 27th, which Roy reminded me today. It was rescheduled, so it will be on the 27th. And we have tickets we're going to be talking about giving away, too. Oh. Bublé is back. Bublé. Bublé. Sad times he couldn't wait just a little bit longer. To come to Greenville. I know, right before Christmas. Yeah. I know. Actually, three days. And actually, it was the 27th, so four or five days. And mm-hmm. you never know what he could be ringing in. I know. He really missed a marketing opportunity here. Yes, he did. He's actually over there smiling at me. We have the buble cutout. Austin, have you been in the studio since we got the buble cutout? Uh, not since. No, last time I was here was only John Tesh. It's... <laughs> <laughs> John Tesh actually uh, tweeted back to you on that. That was hilarious. John uh, Tesh that does our evening shows. Um, Austin had had an argument with, or a disagreement with a former co-worker that worked uh, 
part-time weekends with us and with another station uh, another station in our group and he said something about the cutout of John Tesh in the studio and he goes oh yeah that buddy that's not John Tesh Austin goes it is I see him every day when I'm in there producing he goes buddy it's not John Tesh so he goes video viral live down the hall to prove that it's John Tesh well it's not John Tesh it's none other than Harry Connick Jr. So John Tesh jumps on, tags Harry Connick Jr. There's this great conversation going about, hey, did you know I look like you? And Harry's like, thank you, but I'm not that tall. And it was pretty funny, John. It was pretty funny. I still swear it was set up. Like, I had been told that's John Tesh. I would never tell you Harry Connick Jr. is John Tesh. Mm-hmm. You just assumed. Mm-hmm. You just assumed. Mm-hmm. I've never even seen John Tesh until he popped into that random Zoom meeting. Oh, when I was talking about all the fun stuff we need to do and this, that, and the other. And he goes, and John Tesh interrupts and goes, I'm on board with you, Cherie. I about died. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, oh, my gosh. I was like, see, John Tesh said it's good. It's good. If he says it's good, it is good. And that's my agent texting me. I'm going to. Literally, it's my agent. Answer the phone. I'm not going to answer the phone. Okay, hold on. I mean, what if he needs something? Hey, Charlotte, I'm in the middle of taping a podcast. What's going on? Heck, yes. Say that again. I'm actually recording it. (laughs) Oh, you know. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. My two, the, the, the producer and my co-host here on the podcast, they said, yeah, yeah, you, you can, they need assistance. I would also like to be considered. <laughs> they want to consider too. Yes. Yes, ma'am. 125 grand. I love you, Charlotte. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. For 125 grand, I would do a lot. That was not set up. How perfect was that? I told you, always answer the phone. Oh, my gosh. It says, it says Charlotte Soper. And I'm like, that's my agent, guys. I'm thinking, am I in trouble? Did I miss an audition? Did I miss something? Heck, yes. Would you like to be considered for QVC? Are please? you kidding? It is what I live for. Are you kidding? Not, not necessarily QVC. It's like pointing and this gesturing and this, that, and the other. Right. Are you kidding me? Heck, I yeah. Love I love that she's like, it'll pay 125000 a year. Cash. Casual. It will pay cash. Yeah, cash. Whatever. Whatever. You're making that right now, aren't you, Sheree? <laughs> yes, that's what I currently make. I'm making one of those numbers. <laughs> one of those numbers. <laughs> oh, Somebody once asked if we um, if we actually plan out ahead. We do show prep. We do have guidelines. And then the universe says, yeah, we're going to take a swerve and have your agent call you in the middle of a podcast. About QVC. Yes. I'm Okay, so ETs, not aliens, QVC, <laughs> coming to QVC. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. What else would, did we, what was our third topic? Oh, um, those actors were acting for their kid. Those actors? Yeah. I'm sorry, do, did you not show prep, Austin? No, those no, it's actors. first day, I don't know what I'm doing. That's disrespectful to Ryan. Ryan? He, what was it you said earlier that you don't know names? Yeah. Ryan Gosling. Do you know who Ryan Gosling is? Uh, he's the guy in the notebook, right? Yes. yes. He's yeah. also the guy in the world's most famous meme that girls send out to each other when they're having a bad day. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. He could hey, girl, me anytime. All day long. But you know who he says hey, girl, to? Eva Mendez. Eva Mendez, who is fabulous. Do you know who she is, Austin? She was in Hitch. Yes! 
She was in Hitch. She was the girl, unfortunately, that Hitch fell in love with. I say unfortunate because everything horrible happened to her. He looked up her ancestors at, at Ellis Island, and she started crying and freaking out because her great-great-grandfather that came to Ellis Island was a butcher, and he thought it meant he was an actual meat butcher. Oh, no. He was a murderer. And then he ended up kicking her in the face by accident and all this other stuff. Yet she still fell in love with him. Fell in love with Hitch. I love that movie. I love that movie, too, because I love Kevin James. Mm, I was I about to say, adorable. Kevin James is the best part. I love that movie. Oh, that and, um, oh, who, who played Kevin James's wife in it? The, he, the model. Um, what was it? Blonde, tall, blonde girl. I um, just know in the movie oh. her name was Allegra. Okay. Allegra, yeah. But any, me for getting names. Okay. What, I'm sorry. She's not as famous. No, she's not. She was also on... Um, um, that show that I loved, Revenge, a couple of years ago. Uh, uh, Amber Valida. Yeah, Amber Valida. That's it. That's Never would have got that one. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it, it was out there. All I could say was she was in Revenge. She played somebody's mistress in Revenge. But that that was that was a great thing because like here's this statuesque, beautiful woman, and she's just as goofy as Kevin James, and, and they're perfect together. So that was a perfect movie. I love that movie. It's very underrated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Kevin James was so adorable in that one, too. However, Eva Mendez met Ryan Gosling on the set of another film that they did together. They've been together for eight to ten years. It's been a while. They've got two kids. And they said that they have been doing more acting during quarantine for their children than either one of them combined have done in their uh, professional careers. I totally 100 percent identify with this. I understand. You've done so much to keep your kids occupied during quarantine and when they were learning from home. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, you got real creative. So, I mean, I can only imagine the stuff that they got creative to keep their kids entertained. Exactly. Exactly. Because here it is. Because, like, yeah, you know, Hollywood's not really shooting that much right now. So we've got to stay home. And and me and my kids, we got very creative Mm -hmm. on things we could do, little outings. And we would just, like, drive around and check out different places. I mean, but we did come up with a new game. Um, And I'm guessing they came up with a new family game, too. It's called Puppy, and we'll talk about it at another time. Halloween. <laughs> when you're sitting around a campfire telling ghost stories, yeah. that's when Puppy needs to make the oh, appearance. Puppy mm-hmm. needs to make the appearance when Austin is older and he has his own kids and he goes, I totally see why mom did that now. Oh, he'll understand one day, but I really do think that that is a story he's going to tell his friends when they are telling spooky stories because that just... <laughs> Yeah, but with what Lisa's saying, like, it's one of those things when you're talking to your friends as a kid and you realize, like, no, not everybody's parents does that. So anyway, Ryan Gosling and Eva Mendez. Yes! You've got to say that with a smile. Ryan Gosling and Eva Mendez. So they entertain their kids, not with a game puppy that I will not share with everybody at this time. Because off air, I told the two of you and you guys are like, that's horrible. That's horrific. Your child is scarred for life. I'm going to tell you right now. Add this to the add this to the list because I mean, it's rough. What part of my child didn't you understand would be scarred for life? That's true. <laughs> but I have learned what not to do. Coming up with a, eventually having a kid myself that's going to be that age. <laughs> do not play puppy. At some point, Elise is going to call me when I'm working for QVC and going, "Yeah, puppy. Puppy's a great idea." That's probably true. <laughs> So did did what? you guys see what they learned in their time of quarantine with their kids? Oh, oh, now now you're listening. Oh, okay, they, now you're researching. They learned something. They learned something. What did they learn? Uh, well, Ryan Gosling received a watch from his wife for Father's Day, and it was just a great symbol for him to remind him to spend more time with his family. 
and less time working. And Eva Mendez, in the time of being with her family, realized she was on her phone too much. She took it as a learning lesson that uh, even though she's with her family, she's not always with the family. So she's trying to get less time on her phone. Oh, you know, okay, I, Eva. All right, Eva. I think we could all do that. But, you yeah. know, I will say, I usually leave my phone in there, but I brought it in the studio with me today. So that paid off. So, Eva, I understand. When I'm with my kids, I do put my phone away, that kind of thing. But when I'm with my radio family, I have my phone out now for obvious reasons. Yeah, because if you didn't, you wouldn't know about QVC. And you guys would have never, ever, ever believed me if I said, oh, by the way, randomly, my agent, and you're like, yeah, whatever, Cherie. No, now we have recorded proof. We have recorded proof. Even if I don't get it, you'll see somebody on QVC and be like, Cherie was way better than her. Fingers crossed. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I could be talking about in like the next few months, I could be talking about the next ShamWow. Oh, Ooh. or like a gemstone necklace. I know, and I've I've got the perfect hand motion for it. You Ooh. know, Cher goes on QVC to promote her perfume. Oh my god! <laughs> Could you imagine? Elise would be like, "I'm coming to live with you." <laughs> Just for the oh, if you go to QVC, I obviously have to go with you. That's just I'm, a package like, deal. I can't tell you who's coming in today, but if you don't get here, there's no way I could turn back time. Oh, I would instantly know. Yeah, anything that involves share, I can pick up pretty pretty quickly. Pretty quickly, you'll <laughs> be like, Colin, um, the kids are yours. Yeah, I'm gonna need to leave. It's the weekend. I don't have my kids on the weekend. I won't this weekend. Ah, that's right. Have a lot going on. And then you're getting ready for Fripp. Yep, two weeks from this weekend is the weekend I will disconnect. I will not be on the air. I won't be on my phone. I'll be gone. Speaking I can't wait. of disconnecting, I am disconnecting officially as of Friday signing off time at 7 o'clock. Not going back on the air until Monday, the week before she goes to Fripp. So I will be off air and Elise will be in for me all next week. Uh, how are we going to handle the podcast? Do you want me to come in and we'll do a podcast? You two can just sit here and talk about me. Yeah, Austin and I actually will just do our own podcast. Oh my God. It'll be fine. <laughs> we'll get, we got it. Yeah, yeah. You guys have enough clips from me over the years just to point in, just to pop in stupid sayings and stupid things I say. I could bring my soundboard in for that. Oh yeah. yeah. I've got a lot of, I got a lot of material. I'm ready. I'm feeling attacked. <laughs> I'm feeling like an alien in this room. Oh, excuse me. An extraterrestrial. And on that note, that's the Divas Dish Podcast. Join us on Odyssey and the Odyssey app and magic989.com. And anywhere you get your podcast, download, like, and subscribe to the Divas Dish Podcast. An Odyssey Station. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 